Hello and welcome to Market Talks, a series of weekly podcasts produced by Argus discussing the main events impacting the commodities and energy sectors in Brazil and around the world. My name is Camila Dias, I'm Argus Brazil Country Manager, and in today's episode I'll chat with Alessandra Mello, a deputy editor for the Argus Brazil Grains and Fertilizer publication, about recent investments in expanding storage capacity for agriculture crops in Brazil and the challenges for producing going forward. Forward. Welcome, Alessandra. Thank you, Camila. It's a pleasure to be here. Alessandra, the storage deficit in Brazil has always been a talking point as one of the bottlenecks of agribusiness in the country. How is the current situation? Camila, first we need to talk about the storage capacity, which is the total amount of silos and warehouses we have in the country. This capacity has been growing. It increased by 26% in the last 10 years and is currently estimated at 177 million tons, according to national supply company Conab. And the good news is that I spoke with Conab's storage superintendent Estelito Reis, and he is optimistic about a possible faster growing pace. He told us he has been hearing from manufacturers and farmers about increasing investments to expand existing warehouses or build new ones. So the expectation is that Conabs estimates for the 2022-23 harvest will already show a more significant advance. Estelito reminded us that we are in a five-year cycle of high soy and corn prices and that in the first years producers prioritized debt payment and investments in inputs in order to increase yields, but now they would be more willing to invest in storage expansion. And are there other indicators that show this greater interest in expanding the number of silos and warehouses, Alessandra? Yes, Camila, we found some data about farm financing in Brazil focused on storage investments. The main credit line in the segment is the PCA, the Program for Construction and Expansion of Warehouses, subsidized from the federal government, which has been growing year after year. The program lent 1.1 billion Brazilian reais in the 2018-19 harvest, almost $210 million, and reached 1.7 billion Brazilian reais in 2020-21 harvests. In the current 21-22 harvest, the program has already released 1.6 billion Brazilian reais to farmers, but loans were suspended in February when Brazil's basic interest rate increased and the national treasurer reported difficulties to maintain these subsidies. PCA credit resumed only in mid-June. Had there not been this interruption, the original Ministry of Agriculture budget forecast offered 4.2 billion Brazilian reais for the PCA in the 21-22 harvest in order to meet growing demand. In the recently announced 22-23 harvest plan, the government intends to offer more than 5 billion Brazilian reais to finance storage alone. Alessandra, and during this period in which credit was halted, weren't these investments affected? 
We have heard that farmers are seeking other forms of financing, like loans directly from banks without the subsidized rate. In Paraná State, there is another trend. Farmers have been organizing themselves into so-called condominiums, a form of joint ownership in which owners share property costs to build new warehouses and share equipment. But this still doesn't happen in all regions of Brazil. In some states, the tax legislation makes this model very expensive. And another recent trend is a financial mechanism created in 2021, the so-called FIAGROS, or Investment Funds in Agroindustrial Productive Chains. A large company of silos and warehouses, Kepler Weber, along with BTG Pactual Bank, has been offering 10-year loans to farmers through this new system. But Alessandra, a deficit still exists despite these advancements, right? Is storage still an obstacle for agriculture production growth? Absolutely, Camila. The recent capacity growth is far from solving the storage deficit problem in Brazil. Between 2001 and 2021, Brazilian grain and oilseed production has grown at an average rate of 4.5% per year. In the same period, storage capacity advanced at a slower pace, at 3.3% a year, according to data provided by the National Agriculture Confederation, CNA, an association that represents farmers. As Brazil produced 266 million tons of grains and oil seeds in the last harvest, some analysts considered the deficit to be the gap between this volume and the current capacity of 177 million tons. But experts consulted by Argos say that this reasoning is not correct. Since three crops are planted in Brazil, production comes in waves and the biggest crops, soy and corn, need to be stored at different times of the year. The greatest bottleneck occurs when the harvest of certain crops starts during the winter corn crop harvest and there is still a significant unsold volume from the summer soy crop. For example, the slower pace of soybeans and corn for sales in the 2021-22 crop year are additional signs that the need to free up warehouses between summer and winter and vice versa is no longer such a big problem as it was in the past. But truth is, it may get worse from now on and that can limit the growth of Brazilian agribusiness. Alessandra, if the deficit is not simply the difference between capacity and production, what would it be? That is the big question, and nobody knows for sure. It's said that Brazilian law requires the Ministry of Agriculture to be informed of each warehouse built, but there is no penalty for those who do not. So it's very difficult to know if official statistics are really up to date. In order to try to identify the real storage deficit in the country and ask the government for public policies to help minimize the problem, the Farmers Association has hired a consulting company to perform a complete study on the subject, which they promise will be done in four months.
indicating which regions in each state have the greatest need. It's known that in states like Paraná, for example, the deficit is very low because flow logistics are better, cheaper, and farmers have been organized into condominiums, as I mentioned before. But in the central west and northeast regions of the country, it's possible to see deficits above 50% of the total produced in some cases. The study should also map the use of new storage technologies, such as silo bags, flexible structures that are being used by farmers increasingly, although there are no official statistics on this topic either. And just to wrap up, Camila, I'd like to mention a piece of information that I consider quite relevant. In Brazil, only 15% of the storage structures are inside rural properties, as most of them belong to trading companies and cooperatives. According to the CNA, the situation is more favorable to farmers in some of Brazil's main competitors. For example, in the US, 65% of warehouses are on the properties. In Argentina, that number reaches 40%. Farmer leaders want to change the situation to allow better farmer selling strategies, like waiting longer and selling the crop in the off-season for better prices. Yes, it's a quite challenging for the country. Absolutely, Alessandra. Thank you very much for being with us again. And uh, these and other episodes of our podcasts are available on the Argus website at www.argusmedia.com. Visit the page to follow the events that affect global commodity markets and understand their developments in Brazil and in Latin America. We'll be back soon with another edition of Market Talks. See you soon. Mm-hmm.